Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Who are the top 10 keepers that were drafted outside of the top 15 rounds last year? We'll talk about it next here on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, January 4th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And the number one keeper who was drafted outside of the top 15 rounds last year, Wander Franco. 24th round in Roto, 23rd round in head-to-head. Scott, the kid was awesome in his first year. I worry a little bit about the Roto impact this first season, but head-to-head points, he's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, and I mean, the discount is so great for somebody with his kind of upside. And we saw with Vladimir Guerrero this past year how quickly that breakthrough can happen. Uh, I think, uh, you know, maybe the ex- maybe in a true keeper league, the extent of the discount won't be quite as great as keeping him outside of round 20, but it, it should be a significant discount nonetheless. All right, the next three, Cedric Mullins, Austin Riley, and Robbie Ray. Cedric Mullins was undrafted, by the way. We spoke about all three of these players on yesterday's Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, so we're just going to skip past those for now. The next one up is Freddie Peralta. He was a 22nd round pick in Roto last year, 19th round in head-to-head. Scott, the strikeouts are amazing, but we do have some concerns when it comes to the workload for Freddie Peralta. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, He... uh, had a big jump in workload because, of course, he spent the early stage of his of his career mostly working as a reliever. And even with that big jump in workload, he didn't quite get to 150 innings. So we still don't know if he's capable of taking on a frontline workload and if he's capable of repeating it year after year. You know, the context of of keepers, you're you're mostly focused on the upcoming season, 2022, and and so maybe those worries aren't so significant. Obviously, the discount is is great. So uh, that's why he's, what, fifth on this list? We're up to five now? Correct, yes. He is fifth on this list. And sixth would be Bobby Witt. We get our first prospect here on uh, in terms of keepers. And he was awesome this past year, Scott, in the minors. 33 homers, 29 steals. And the early projections seem to like him uh, and think that he can make a big impact here in year one as well. Yeah, he's that kind of prospect. We expect him to be up early, if not opening day, for the Royals. Five-category production, potentially. They like to run, and he's capable of it. So, yeah, it could, he could make a big splash right away. And if you had the foresight to draft him last year or scoop him up off the waiver wire late in the year uh, in, a, in, a, in a keeper league, we're, we're, ta- we're thinking, you know, like five or six players being kept. That's the kind of format we're talking about here. He, he may be worth doing. He may be worth doing, given how early... It may be worth keeping him, given how early we expect him to be up. All right. And Chris Sale, really the opposite of Bobby Witt because he's a 33-year-old starting pitcher, but he was drafted so late last year, returning from Tommy John. He was pretty good, but really, Scott, it's the discount that we're looking at here on Chris Sale. Yeah, and this kind of keeper league where you're keeping a player relative to where they were drafted last year, I feel like these Tommy John recoveries are, are just gold because everybody forgets about them the year that they're absent. And, you know, obviously in the case of Chris Sale, 
Uh, Justin Verlander is another one. I don't think he quite cracks the top 10 here, but he, he, he's, he fits the bill as well where there's a good chance you're keeping them for next to nothing, even though they have this great track record of being perennial Cy Young contenders. And now that they're going to be healthy in sales case, expected to be healthy in Verlander's case, you get to enjoy the discount. Brian Reynolds, someone that you can also enjoy a discount on who was awesome for the Pittsburgh Pirates last season. Now the Pirates are probably still not going to be very good, uh, but Brian Reynolds, you know, he was great for fantasy, Scott, regardless of that. Yeah, and he's somebody who benefited for the purposes of keeping him, uh, benefited from that weird 2020 season. There were several players like this. Their production just cratered with all the weirdness going on, then obviously a small sample, everything else. But he looked like he looked like a guy who had a bright future in the majors in 2019 and then upped his performance in 2021 at a point when everybody seemed to be giving up on him because of that awful 2020 season. Great line drive hitter, good source of batting average with enough power to, uh, to be an impact player overall. All right, the next one up, we have Logan Webb, another starting pitcher. His final 14 starts last year, a 2.68 ERA, 101 whip, a 61% ground ball rate. Great park to pitch in, Scott. I think there's a lot to like here with Logan Webb. One of the best ground ball pitchers in baseball. I love that. More than a strikeout per inning. You don't see that always from those extreme ground ball types. You get that combination. Factor in the supporting cast, the great park, the fact that Giants... Let him work like a true frontline pitcher. There's a lot to like about Logan Webb, especially a guy who went basically undrafted last year. Yep, number 10. We're not going to get to talk about him much, but it is Jorge Polanco. Power, speed, really contributed across the board last year for the Minnesota Twins. Power probably takes a little bit of a step back, but regardless, should be a very valuable player here in 2022. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Thursday morning. Bye-bye.